This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Realist and the Visionary Podcast. Our podcast can be listened on all major streaming apps. Join us on our website at www.therealistthevisionary.com. Click that first tab and hop in our community chat. Facts. Share some feedback and show us some love. Talk to us about anything. Also, head over to The Righteous Speaks to be featured on our show. So go ahead, check out the website at www.therealistthevisionary.com. Cheers. The Realist. The Visionary. The Realist. The Visionary. The Realist. The visionary. The realist, 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 realist. And the visionary. Chi, and this show is brought to you by StruggleLife.net. Go get your new fits on StruggleLife.net. <laughs> okay. My name is Tina, and I am the realist. And it's your boy, Dutch, Dutch the visionary. Let's go with you, Nothing. What's good with you, yo? What's good with you? What's up, everybody? Please do us a favor. Follow us on TikTok and IG at The Realist The Visionary. And head over to the website at www.therealistthevisionary.com. Okay? Yeah. If you don't follow us or you don't have social media and you want to share feedback, information, video files, pictures, I don't know. You could do that all in the community chat on our website. Yeah. Yeah. Who am I talking to? What version of Dutch are we getting today? This is Big Dutch. Big Dutch? Yeah. Big Daddy Dutch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the go-to for all that. Oh, gosh. Anyways, um, before we get into today's episode, let's do some news updates. There's no news updates. I have one. What do you have? So... I see that there's some more talks of reparations. Now, we have an entire episode called The Fight for Reparations. That's a very old episode, I believe, part of our first season. But either way, I want to read an article, and then we can talk about it briefly. So, I was telling Dutch about this before we started our show. So, a bill that is being backed by... New York squad lawmaker, they're trying to have a bill for quote-unquote black Americans to receive a $14 slavery reparation scheme. That number is not enough, but I'm not going to digress, okay? Let me read what it says here. Jamal, 
sounds like a Jamal would be behind this. Jamal Bowman, a Democrat and member of the informal lawmaker group, The Squad, has advocated for a bill introduced in the House that seeks recognition from the federal government of the lasting harm black Americans endure due to slavery and hopes to create a $14 trillion reparations program. The bill is titled H.R.E.S.414. Okay, recognizing that the U.S. has a moral and legal obligation to provide reparations for the enslavement of quote-unquote Africans and its lasting harm on the lives of millions of black people in the U.S. So they're saying that this amount, 300 And 30,000 per person would be for all the 41 million people who identify as black or quote unquote African American. So they're saying that's about 12.4%. They're always changing it. I always was told that it was we were 13 or 14% of the population. Now it's 12.4. Yeah, because niggas keep dying. That's true. Niggas die every day, B. But, anyways, so. They're saying that it could be paid out over 5, 10, or 20 years. 20 years is just like, just keep the shit. Just keep the shit. Five years is borderline, just keep the shit. They could really keep it. Now, what's your thoughts on the amount? Wow, well, well, no, shut up, someone they can keep it. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, I don't, the amount sounds Illuminati, sounds ritualistic, it sounds... 33. Yeah. It's like everything got to be a magic 33. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, no, but really no amount of money could really reverse the psychological Mm -hmm. and like just the whole ethics of what they did that has been proven in history and things that are still laid down as a foundation till this day in regards to slavery. Facts. You know, and I say that just to give an example of the slave burial grounds that's all over the damn United States of America. Facts. You know, there's people whose like real relatives are probably buried under them grounds and they would never know, you know? Yep. So we built everything. Right. And then I just built courts houses on top of this, schools on top of on top all kind of shit. So I, I say all that. Four hundred years of free labor does not equate to this fourteen trillion dollars. Like it's just not No, I mean, but well we take it short, take it right now, why not? Give it to me. You know what I mean? I'll but, take um, whatever they <laughs> We did the math if you did like five years at the thirty three that uh, three hundred, um, what you said, three hundred thirty grand. Okay, let me. It's three hundred thirty grand or thirty three thousand. It comes 000. down to about like five thousand a month. Yeah, so that's pretty much a full time job for 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 the average, not even average person, but for somebody who's trying to make like middle management. That's, that's like sixty thousand a year. Yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean. So a nigga don't some niggas won't have to work with that. Niggas who were making less than that, they're gonna be like, yeah, fuck that. I'm not yeah. not working, at least for the next five you know, years. And I legit see that whole Dave Chappelle episode happening within the first year. <laughs> Get your if y'all remember the Dave Chappelle know. episode when they finally gave reparations. I don't think it was something crazy that they gave black people in that episode, but 
all niggas did is go buy all the latest shit. Stock markets was booming, all this other crazy shit. They was like, they was like you should have been with this a long time ago. Like, that's how they joked about it and everything. And the black people single-handedly made the economy boom when they finally get reparations. So every dollar that they gave, niggas, they didn't give it, it right, back. right back. So that was the whole synopsis of the episode. And I could see that legit happening. Niggas was like, oh, we want to get $5,000 checks every month. Yeah. Now, some niggas might be smart. It might be a big burst of different ideas, different innovative technologies. Who knows what kind of shit might actually be birthed from that new level of creativity. You know what I mean? Who knows? It could go both ways, but black people have to do the right thing. If that was to go down, I do not think we're going to receive... um Tired? Fall asleep? <laughs> nah, I don't know why that. I couldn't. I couldn't hold that on. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna receive it either. But you know, if they do, hey, set it up and just say the next day, like, hey guys, y'all gonna get this amount of money. I don't give a fuck. Give me the check. Give me the check. Cause like the smart people, we know what we gonna do. With that say, money. I don't give a fuck. Give me the check. You just said they keep I, now, it. Now, if it's twenty years, you can fuck. You damn right to keep that shit. What is now? What does twenty years? That's gonna be how much? If we said five years is about uh, five thousand a month, right? It's probably like two hundred dollars a month. What kind of take that shit and kiss your ass? Probably accurate with the math at the same time. Let me see. Let me do the calculations. Let me see. Let me do the accurate calculations. We have three hundred and thirty thousand. So five years is sixty, sixty months, right? Mm-hmm. That means that everybody would get five thousand and five hundred a month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, what is twenty years? What's the math? Twelve times twenty. Two hundred and forty. Now we're gonna take three hundred and thirty thousand divided by what did I say? Two forty. Mm-hmm. Two forty. Mm, it's still not good enough. Thirteen seventy five. Oh, I was way off. Thir- yeah, he was way off. Thirteen seventy five a month. That's whack because that means niggas will still have to work. <laughs> it's just like, that's whack. That's it's like extra thirteen. It's cool amount that you have. That you extra thirteen hundred dollars that you just ain't do shit for. And I could and, and then when you, that. When you say that it's like I could see them legit going that route. Like oh, black people's gonna get this subsidized checked. Every fucking month for the next. They should be for the rest of our life. Twenty years. They should be for the rest of our life. It's gonna be taxed and all this other stupid shit, probably. But that shit ain't. It's still not what we're worth. It's still not what. It's just that shit whack. Yeah. Because it's not even just about the slavery. It's like even what after the times when we were quote unquote free, even though our slave term, according to the Bible, wasn't until twenty nineteen. Niggas was getting bombs dropped on them. All the different. You know, thriving black neighborhoods and economies was just completely obliterated by them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like this. It's not the math ain't math. In, you know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, yeah. Before we get into the episode, the bricks bitch was lying. The girl that went on social media saying that she got beat over the head with a brick was lying. I forgot her name, but I know who you're talking about. The one I said look like a tranny. Yes. Well, we called it. We called it. You know this bitch is still trying to argue that, you know, oh no, she did get hit. What, what the what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Just just give it up, black women. Sometimes y'all just ugh, pathetic. Mm-hmm. 
just just want to stand by anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like stand by the truth. That's why I hate that gender shit. Like, ugh, it's just so annoying how bitches just their mentality. And same with niggas. Just want to, oh, but black man, I don't care if he's right or wrong. I'm just going to stand and suck, suck dick. And the black woman, I don't care if she's right or wrong. I'm just going to stand and suck dick. <laughs> just like, come on now. Yeah. I hate people like that. I hate people like that too. Like, it's just, ugh, it's cringy. But, you know, we told you it was a hoax. Anyways, let's get into today's episode. This is episode 220 and it's called The Book of Clarence Explained. The Book of Clarence. So, me and Dutch, we actually saw the book of Clarence, all right? And we're going to talk about it because this was a good film. It has some good gems in it. And it was surprising. You know what I'm saying? So, to start it off, um, how did you like the film before we get into the details and symbolism? Um, On a scale of 1 to 10, I give it a 7.5. Seven and a half. Yeah, it was a good, it was a decent watch. It was a good watch. So it'd be like a four stars, four and a half, maybe or four like stars. three and a half, four three and a half, four. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a fair. It wasn't rating. whack. It wasn't whack. It was just you know some things could be uh, watered down biblically, but I do appreciate the what they how they brought this because there's no other film like that out there. That's a fact. That's one thing that I appreciated too is the depiction of the Hebrews and everything, the Messiah, everything. Um, this film was directed and produced by James Samuel. Um, also, is he white or black? Have mm, great question. Damn, why you gotta hit me with that? I really don't know. I could look it up real quick. But also, Jay Z is listed as a producer. So initially, so he's probably white. Could be. Yeah. Could let me be, see. Let me see. Out. It could be wrong. I think. Let me see. Let me look up right now. Black man. Yes. Okay. Super black. <laughs> and I don't mean that in derogatory. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. natural hair, mm-hmm. locks. Like you know, black man. So that's what's up. Okay. Um. Either way, though. Uh, when I saw that Jay-Z was behind this, I was just like, I don't know. I wasn't thinking about much. I was very curious as to what they were going to put in this film because of the depiction of the Hebrews being black, like our true identity being shown. But because Jay-Z's behind it and he is super master, evil, Freemason, devil worshiper, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, what kind of wicked shit He's are they going to put in it? <laughs> RuPaul. Yeah, according, according to Orlando, to Orlando Brown, Brown. Jay Z is RuPaul <laughs> right now. Either way, I was shocked that it was actually a good film. There's no gay shit. There's no sexual shit. There's no nudity, and like we're gonna talk about the plot and walk you guys from certain scenes. But you know, in the beginning, there was like a scene where they went into like what, like a whorehouse? Would you say? Mm-hmm. And I thought there was no nudity, but I was like, where the fuck are they about to go with this shit? Because I would have been so agitated if I would have seen a whole bunch of sexually explicit shit or some homosexual shit. But it's none of that in this film. Right. It's pretty it's pretty clean. Like apart from what cursing or whatever, it's a it's a pretty clean film that you could actually take to see, you you know, take your children to see. But um, I guess. Some of the characters, Clarence is played by Lakeith, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
We also have Tiana Taylor up in here. She's playing Mary Magdalene. Um, let me see. And then as far as some other key actors, we have Mary, um, the Messiah's mother, played by Afri, um, Alfre uh, Woodard. Haven't seen her in a long time. She looks pretty good. Black don't crack, you know what I'm saying? Um, Pontius um, Palate, or I, I really never know how to pronounce these names, but the person who oversees the trial of the Messiah as far as um, before he was crucified, that was played by James um, McAvoy. And y'all seen his face. Y'all might not know the name, but y'all definitely he always face. plays like a really drunk, drugged out. That's a fact. Or borderline racist. That's a fact. Like character. When you see him, you're like, oh, I know who this guy is. Like he's not a bad actor, but he always plays like this a similar character. Okay, let's let's just start it off. You know, Dutch, welcome scene by scene. I'll just intervene if I want to like chime in with some scriptures or kind of, you know, depict the symbolism. But the setting is what do they have it as? Um, 33 AD Jerusalem. Of course, always to 33. It didn't even make any sense, by the way, because the Messiah is still alive. And AD is supposed to be after death. So the math is still not mathing. <laughs> right. But um, go ahead. You want to, the, the opening scene, they introduce the first, I guess, book or chapter. And they, they have it as book one, the 13th apostle. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it begins with them showing an actual crucifixion, which we have like this white man character that looks like the seizure Bulgaria that we all know. Mm-hmm. And then Clarence is next to him. Go ahead. You can start it off. Yeah. And then what else? Oh, well, I mean, I was going to have you continue just to talk. But they, um, yeah, so it starts off like that. And then these guys... Um, what the what, what the hell was they doing in the very beginning? Racing chariots. Oh, right, those racing chariots. And of course, they had the two black horses versus the two white horses. Um, the white horses was being uh, raised by Tiana Taylor, Mary, Mary Magdalene. Yep. Yeah, and then there was uh, then of course the keep and his um his best friend. His best so friend. Clarence and the best friend's character. His name is Elijah. Elijah. Yeah, they was racing on the other horse. And um, they was rolling through a particular territory during gypsy. the race called the Gypsy Territory. Now, when we think about gypsies, you think about the little, little witch bitches and all that other shit. Mm-hmm. But um, it really wasn't even kind of like that. It was actually like just another part of the just territory um, amongst their own people. And um, when he like, was racing through, a kid had... Like blown some darts at them, I guess must be some poisonous darts or whatever, and it kind of fucked them up when they race and made them like kind of pass out. So they lost their race against Mary Madeline, and um, he was only doing his race because he had pretty much owed some money or he had betted some money for. I wouldn't say a drug dealer. He's not a drug dealer. What do you call him a drug? He's not a drug dealer. He was uh. What was his name? Was something the the terrible? Jida, so yeah, so we have the the next character, Jedediah the terrible. Yeah. Um, I don't know how would you describe him. Like, I want to say he's a mob boss because he didn't really give that, but mm, he clearly was in charge of something. He was in charge. He was he was 
maybe in some criminal stuff, I would say. Yeah. Definitely criminal activity. So he had brought, so Elijah, I mean, um, Clarence had brought his horse and carriage in order to do the, do the race. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. This episode is made possible by PwC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real-world action. Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Raising him some money for him, but of course he lost. So he, dude, he told him he got 30 days to pay him back. But because he heard what happened, because he lost a chariot and a horse, he wanted him to pay him back way sooner. So... Clarence now has to come up with a plan on how to pay him back. Facts. So I wanted to pause here just to kind of talk about Clarence. So Clarence, he's kind of like a a misfit. He's definitely like a sinner, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's been he was stealing too. He's kind of like a thief, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so is his best friend Elijah. They just kind of like two peas in a pod. Um, but Clarence is actually the twin to the apostle thomas now when i was in the theater i was like really you know you know we have to do our research when we get out the theater i didn't even realize that thomas was actually called a twin so real life apostle thomas actually does have a twin and it's so interesting when you actually progress with the story by the way spoiler alert right you're gonna see how they built the Clarence character based off of scriptures involving Thomas because nickname with Thomas is Doubting Thomas and Clarence character he wasn't a believer at all right mm-hmm. what would he what was his quote all the time he would always say knowledge he said knowledge over faith knowledge over faith knowledge over belief knowledge over belief because in his mind you know if you know like and it, and it made sense with what he was saying. Like you know, you could believe in this and you could have faith in that. And it doesn't always mean that it's real that it's going to happen. But you, when you have knowledge, you know that shit for a fact because it's knowledge. Knowledge is power. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and and I, and I thought that was so powerful because you know as the movie progressed, I don't want to skip through, but as the movie progressed, he starts to say it again, like. Knowledge over belief, and he, and the reason why he starts to believe certain things is because he know that you know the Most High was real because of Most High was revealing himself to him. Yeah, even though he was down to him, the Most High kept revealing himself to him in different situations. He was like, "No, I know he's real now. Now I know he's real." Knowledge yeah, it was power. real nice how they set that up because, like Dutch said, he really kept repeating that. And then towards the end, when Clarence like comes to the acceptance and yeah. that the most high is real and he does exist yeah. he does start to say nah it's not about that I believe I know right and I thought that was fire cause you know, even me myself like I saw myself within that moment you know growing up you know I done been through so much in my life where like 
the realest she could come at my head all day and say something like, oh, you don't do this and you don't do that. And I'll just be like, at the end of the day, I know the most high is real. And I, and I know this because of what I've been through. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And Clarence was going through certain things. Damn near lost his life a couple of times to to just to... um. No, to prove them to other people, but he knew that the Most High was real due to the, his accomplishments and just getting out of situations. So that's how I always felt in my own life. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't just test my life around because I felt like, oh God, going to protect me today, or Most High's going to protect me tomorrow. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? I would go through certain things, but the way I got out, I'm like this one got to be real. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, gotta be real. There's no way because it was like if, if if you didn't believe, like you could tell when somebody has no faith. Mm-hmm. You could just tell, like, oh, they just going to get thrown to the wolves faithfully because mm-hmm. they don't believe in nothing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? They go through whatever, and they just think, whatever, fuck it. I got money maybe to get out of it. But mm-hmm. they just, you know, they just go through their shit and just be, life just be shitty. Facts. You know what I mean? But anyway, so. um, yeah. I also, real quick, I just wanted to, um, I didn't mean to cut you, but I just wanted to read that just in case or tell people where they could find that Thomas is a twin just in case mm-hmm. if you didn't know that it's um John 20 you could look at verses 24 through 29 now in the King James version it's going to say Thomas the Didymus and if you actually research Didymus means twin in Hebrew or Aramaic um real quick the scriptures I want to read this because it's going to help with our story when we break down this film um the scriptures say and this is NLT One of the 12 disciples, Thomas, nicknamed twin, was not with the others when the Messiah came. They told him, we have seen the Lord. But he replied, I won't believe it unless I see the nail wounds in his hands. Put my fingers into them and place my hand into the wound in his side. Eight days later, the disciples were together again, and this time Thomas was with them. The doors were locked, but suddenly, as before, the Messiah, right, Ben Yahweh, was standing among them. Peace be with you, he said. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here. Look at my hands. Put your hand in in, in the wound in my side. Don't be faithless any longer. Believe. My Lord and my Yah, Thomas exclaimed. Then... The Messiah told him, you believe because you have seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. So if you read these scriptures and you watch this movie, you're going to understand how they develop this Clarence character. It's like they took Thomas, him being doubtful, right? Mm -hmm. And they just built up the whole Clarence twin off of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Clarence, we don't really know what Thomas's real twin is. They just made this up with Clarence. But go ahead. You can continue the story. Um, so after, you know, the race and they were trying to win money for to pay back Jedediah, right? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. They just try to. Oh, so he tried to come up with an idea. Um I'm not even sure what his first idea his was. First, his very first idea was, I'm just going to. Um, stand behind faith, even though he had oh, no faith right. and he had no belief. So he, he was, was like, like, "I'm gonna go I'm get stand, b- b- right, baptized. I'm gonna go get baptized and mm-hmm. just die shit here in the town that I got baptized because I'm the one I don't believe in half the shit anyway, and I'm a sinner all day. So if I go get baptized, maybe he'll look at me a different way. But that was, but the guys who was doing the baptismal, which was um, I think John the John the Baptist, right? He was doing the bapt all the baptismals. He was um, he kept saying, "You're a fool because you're over here trying to." 
you know, lie in the eyes of the most high. Like, fuck out of here, get out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's how you're treating and, him, too. Right. He's like, you know what? You want to be baptized? Come here. He's like, I'm going to drown your ass. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it was just funny how they kind of did that part. But it was like, you know, you can't, even with that part, like, you can't, you could be somebody who's, it reminds me of people who, like, you know, trying so hard to do the right thing for their family and friends and then they want to please people so bad or look different to other people mm-hmm. knowing damn well they're just the worst person ever and like, well, I'm going to go get baptized I'm going to go do this and I'm going to go do that mm-hmm. and act like they're doing something good when they, and, but people know the real them it's like nigga you still going to be the ain't shit person so that was that with that one so he tries to get baptized and, and um, but that doesn't he realized that's not going to work for him yeah so then he comes up with this idea as they imagine, okay, another thing we're not really painting with the characters, these niggas are some potheads, okay? Oh, yeah, I didn't get that yet. Okay, go ahead. So, <laughs> in between time, um, his boy Elijah was, um, they called him the tree man? Bushman. The Bushman. So, we were still, of course, we was illegal, but we, even in this time, like, we was kind of like an illegal thing to have you know what I mean yeah. and it also wasn't a thing that everybody could just have but he had weed and he was selling weed to people for a couple like silver coins or whatever shekels yeah shit <laughs> and everything so um and they were smoking that shit throughout the whole um, movie but the weed in this time it was interesting because to me it was funny I'm like imagine the weed in that time like the purest of weed right these niggas was floating for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> they had them like just like, floating. Yeah, floating. It was like a hookah. Yeah, like a hookah thing. And they, and they took floating. a big ass inhaled, and then niggas just start floating, just all, all crazy. And then come up like, but they start thinking, and then he come up with an idea every time he said he hit the weed. He had the Jimmy Neutron think. He didn't do that, but like a little light bulb. Yeah, would pop it was up. just funny how they worded, how they mapped it out though with the weed thing. Like, just imagine if though, like the weed back in that time was so magical, you really floated. I want to pause here too. Because, um, but even then, they show wait before you pull, like, you no, know, they keep even showing that people always jacking that now, not not because of this movie, but people have been saying for a while that the bush, the burning bush, yeah, was the gas, yeah, with Moses, yeah, like they and he said, the bush talked to me, no, that's a fact, that's <laughs> what I'm saying, that's snack. why it's like people think like no you know what I'm saying I just feel like what they what is out there now this yeah. this marijuana is not the same of course not. it's not the same but um, ain't floating. yeah <laughs> you annoy <laughs> but no as far as the burning bush I definitely heard that before so do y'all research on that when it comes to Moses and the burning bush the bush was actually that that's why they were calling Elijah Bushman and like you said the bush mm-hmm. talks yeah just I'm just saying right mm-hmm Go ahead. Um, so after that, he realizes it doesn't work out. Then he comes with this elaborate idea what he's smoking. I'm going to be the 13th apostle. Right. He said, I'm going to be the 13th apostle. Why? Because, again, he's going to use Jesus and want to use, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he wants to use him and his, not his powers, but his, I guess you'll say his clout, his popularity at the time. Because he, the way the most I was um, mobbing the at the yeah. time, like he was mobbing, like he, this man was walking through the city. He had 12 niggas with him deep. You yep. didn't see his face. Yep. And people was like, you know, oh, God. Uh, you know, this is coming to him from some people who did believe. And he just, you know, showing love and shaking hands and kissing babies. Like, you know, treating him almost like a celebrity, more or less. Yeah. But he lived very calmly. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't doing too much. He just did what he could do. And he helped people, like they said. Yeah. So, um... He's like, well, I'm going to become the 13th apostle, and they should be up to the 7th because I just got baptized, and my brother already fucks with them. So let me just go over there and tell <laughs> yeah. them that this is what I want to do. So Thomas and Clarence, they have this 
sibling rivalry. Tension relationship. The tension is because I guess their mom was sick and the one twin didn't really care Thomas. to help. Yeah, the, the Thomas didn't really care to help them out when the mom was sick. He chose to follow the Messiah, the Messiah, yeah. and do his thing while the mom was sick. Um, but the other brother stuck around and helped the mom out. So they always had this beef, like you know, you can how you gonna sit here and follow the Messiah, well, but he doesn't even know that you, you know, pretty much just abandoned your, abandon your mom. And they had like a moment when they was arguing, and was like, you know, you know, you need to honor that mother and that father, honor that father and that mother. That's the no, that's in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, you're not honoring that mother, and this no, this is why I felt the way I feel. And they always was beefing about that throughout the whole film, and um. But um, when he became, when he wanted to become a thirteenth apostle, they was like, "You can't just meet meet the Messiah. You have to prove yourself." So uh, it was actually Judas who was saying this to. He did roll up on all of them, but it was Judas that was mainly talking the one that betray, uh, that betrays. Yeah. So Judas tells him that you have to prove yourself. You have to do something that's um, but that you have to do something that's not going to put yourself first. Yeah, you got to be selfless. You got to be selfless and everything. And, you know what I'm saying? How about you go free the slaves? Gladiator slaves. The gladiator slave that this other you know, group of black person, um, black people owned. Yep. And enslaved. You know what I'm saying? So, even that right there showed that we was already enslaving each other. Yep. Granted, it might have been for a purpose, like, you know, to be gladiators and warriors and protect the village, sure. But they was enslaved. Yep. Either way. So, he said, how about you go free them and everything? And then he was like, well, I'm going to do this. I don't know. Figure it out. Yeah, you might get killed in a way, but, hey, Lisa was selfless. You know what I mean? So, um, Clarence decides, no, hey, you know, let me go over there and just tell them that the Messiah requested for them to be freed. Yeah. So, he goes over to the gladiator area and he tries to talk to him. The guy's like, yo, listen, all y'all kill him right now. Matter of fact, y'all ain't going to kill him. I'm going to have you fight my strongest warrior. Yep. And his name was um, Barabbas. Right. Now, Barabbas... Um, I thought he said Barnabas because there's a Barnabas in scriptures too, but Barabbas is actually in scriptures as well. And um, according to Mark, he was actually a prisoner. So mm-hmm. technically they were prisoners. Yeah. He was a prisoner who was chosen over the Messiah by the crowd in Jerusalem to be pardoned and released by the Roman governor, the Pont, the white man, the Pontus um, mm-hmm. Pilate at the Passover. So in the actual Bible, he was actually selected to be released instead of the Messiah when it comes to the crucifixion or the, the killing mm-hmm. of, of him, like the hanging, the real thing. The mm-hmm. hanging. So, yeah, that's the backstory. Y'all can find it at Mark fifteen fifteen. We'll go ahead and continue. Yeah, so um, he's like, you going to fight one of my strongest warriors who's been in prison here and stayed here for man long. And if you beat him, um, then you y'all could be free. You could free, you could free him. He's like, okay, cool. So he goes, he gets the warrior. He comes up about the chamber or whatever. Of course, he's a big black man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And um, he's like, I am Barbarous, the the uh, immortal. Mm-hmm. He said, I done had him been stabbed. I done had this to me. I done had all the kind of stuff happened to me, and I haven't died. I'm immortal. That's just how he felt. And everything made me think of Samson for some reason, right? I thought about Samson, but Samson had long hair. That was the thing with the hair. I know with the locks. Yeah, yeah. I know. But it was similar because remember, like when we progress, he says, "I can't be killed unless it's my heel." So same same thing with Samson. He couldn't lose his power unless his hair was cut. Mm-hmm. So that's just the things that I saw, right? Right. So um, of course, so Clarence and him have this whole little epic little fight, and Clarence gets the best of him. Um. 
Yeah, Clarence gets the best of him, almost kills him, but he doesn't kill him, right? So he said, like, hey, you know, I'm a man of my word. I'll let you go. You know what I'm saying? Just you and him, though. Not to everybody else. Just you and him. Yeah. So he frees him, and he goes about his business, and now he's pretty much playing Clarence's like, bodyguard down there. Yeah, so they also said about Barabbas that he had ideas of, like, trying to um, attack or overcome the Romans. Right. Because throughout the movie, you see that they the have Romans these white Romans, like, patrolling Jerusalem like cops. Yeah. And even with the Romans, right, the Roman soldiers that are just police and everything, they profiling, they show racial profiling there, right? Uh-huh. One they thing- say, for the, they like, give us your little identification at the time. I guess it's like a piece of paper. And they're like, no. oh, you're, you're the cues of the crime. He show a picture. It's an Egyptian. That's another thing that they're hinting at. You got these black gypsies, black Egyptians. We're all this looking the same, right? Just different, you know, ethnicities or, or mm-hmm. cultures. So they're like, oh, we think you two fit the description. Talking about Clarence and Elijah, they show a picture of a black Egyptian. He's like, this is an Egyptian. Like, but he's black. Right. And in this day and age, they want to deny that the Egyptians and the Hebrews were black when we were fucking all black. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. So, yes. So they, like said, so they try to identify that. And um, but the Babaras do. He goes back and forth with them as if you know, like you said, like they are police officers. Like you don't have the rights to access this. Who are you? You know what I mean? Yep. And um, you know they they they, they had these little moments with the uh, with the white Romans and everything. And um, the Romans always felt like, oh, we could kill you because we're the Romans. Romans, yeah. Yeah. So just like how white people act to this day, we could do whatever because we're white. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um. Anywho. That kind of like seals the 13 because I think that he went back and it just didn't work out. He had another argument with his brother Thomas. Well, that after that, when he walked back to the dude, that's when they had that argument of okay. you don't even honor thy mother and thy father. That's okay. Like, yeah. I, did, I did what you asked me to do. Let me in. You're not going to let me in. That's fucked up. So everything. he moves on. Now we go into now he goes to his next idea. book two, The New Messiah. The new Messiah. So yes. he's like, oh, he hits the weed. <laughs> Again. And he comes back and I got an idea. I'm going to become the new Messiah. Because at the end of the day, Clarence didn't believe that the Messiah was real. Like he believed he thought that everything was trickery. Yeah. So he's like, I'm just going to tell you, I'm the new Messiah. You guys are going to act like I'm performing these great miracles on you and stuff like that. Yep. And I'm like, that reminded me of those churches that we'll see on TV where you got the pastor who's like, oh, I'm going to heal somebody today. Who needs to get healed today? You got a nigga pulling up in a wheelchair and he touches them all of a sudden nigga, oh, I can walk, I can walk. So they was Big doing... facts. That's exactly what they were they, doing. They was doing shit like that. Like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm, you can act like you're blind. I'm going to touch your eyes and you're going to act like you're dead. I'm going to bring you back to life. I'm going to do this, do that. And he was doing all of this for money. For money or to the pay. shekels, the coins. Right, just to pay back the Judas do. I mean, not, not Judas, Jedediah. Jedediah. So, he goes around parading. He goes from town to town to town. And he has a friend who has, um, he has a friend that helps him out with the traveling. He pays him everything that has like a horses and a um, carriage. And his friend, like, everybody knows what he's doing is wrong, but they're just going along with it. I think some people were stupid enough to actually just, you know, follow the lies. Just like how people in church today 
you know, what is it called? Sleep, uh, sheep being led to slaughter. Yeah. There were a lot of people who was just buying into him actually right. being a messiah. A lot of people was buying into it because they was believing what they was believing. They were giving him money. They was believing what they saw at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and it's like, so there's sheep and then sometimes like, well, can you fault them? Fault, fault them for what you're seeing. Yes, you can. You know what I mean? This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm and Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Yeah. I knew that this guy wasn't, but he's over here preparing around saying that he is. So, um... Yeah, he's saying here. So the Romans, they had this thing where they had orders from the emperor to execute or arrest anybody who was going around saying that they was the Messiah. But they couldn't find... The real Messiah. They kept. You they know, just gathering anybody that yeah, was trying. Yeah, there was. It was so that showed that it wasn't. It wasn't just the Messiah that was doing. It. Other people was going around saying that they was the Messiah too. So they couldn't find the right one, and also was looking for an Egyptian person that was stealing shit. But anyway, so Clarence. Um, and that even goes into the fact that how the Most High said the scriptures in Mark thirteen six for many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah they will deceive many and that's exactly right. what was going on in this time and there's even to modern times to this day right so also while he's doing this um, Clarence has um, he's in love with Jedediah's uh, sister Verenia right. And, um, and I like the depiction in this movie because they show these women as very dark women. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. You know what I'm saying? So he was in love with her and he's trying to do all these things to imp- not, not impress her, but to yeah, kind of show that he's not. Like he's worthy of her. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he, he kept getting told that he was going to amount to nothing and he's nothing. Yeah. So he's trying to prove to her that I could be more and everything. And she's like, listen, I know I'm not feeling like you could be more, but you know, right now you and my brother got something going on and I just can't. You know, really get caught up with you. It is what it is. Yeah, but she liked him too. But she liked him though, right? So, um, anyway, he finally gets, you know, the recognition. He's getting all this money. Boom. Um. Also, I wanted to pause here because in the Acts of the Apostles, there's actually a story about a man named Simon, not one of the Apostle Simon's, but just another man named Simon, I believe, who was like a sorcerer doing mm-hmm. the same kind of stuff in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had came across, I believe, maybe it, it was Peter, right? I think, or Phil. He came across he came across one of the the apostles who was like performing miracles, right? And then he was like, "Oh, let me have this power too, you know, so that I can pretty much use this for money." Like he 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 pretty much wanted to use this power for money. 
Like, oh, let me buy this power from you. And that, that's kind of where they kind of get with the Clarence, too, because they kept highlighting the money, the money. What what, what else can we uh, talk about? The tithing that the church is getting, right? Mm-hmm. Taking all this money from people. So, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. I just wanted to bring that up. That's um, chapter eight in the Acts. Yeah. So then, um, so then they get like a little side part where, um, after they done, is that thing was that afterward? No, this was like you talking about with Mary Magdalene and Stone. Yeah. So, so after Claire is kind of like you know he already got this like little he got clouded up and everything he comes back around. Um, he has like a little argument with his brother. His brother like you know you over here jacking the Messiah and you're not. You need to stop. And I'm just going to get bad for you, whatever. But he don't care. He's just trying to press Shorty and get the money. Now, um, so then. The Messiah. So, boom, Mary Madeline. Is it Mary Madeline's getting beat? Yeah, she's getting stoned. She's getting stoned. They had, she had chained her up to a wall. And, and the community is stoning, stoning her. her because... She was a whore. They claimed that she was a whore, right? So, um, as they're stoning her, Elijah pops up. Elijah, I guess he, he he deals with her. That must be his little thing on the stuff. So, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's I don't just, think so. I think they're just all friends. Yeah, so he, he, so he comes to protect her. And they continue to throw the stones. And then... The Messiah comes and he stops the stones midair. Yeah. And he asks them, why are y'all stoning this woman for? What happened? And they're like, oh, you know, because she's a whore to stand a third. And then she's like, and then the Most High says, any man who pretty much hasn't sinned cast the first stone. Yeah. And not a single person threw anything because everybody has sinned. So who are you guys to be throwing a stone at her? And he's like, what's your name? Jezebel? Yep. You know what I mean? So pretty much calling her Jezebel. And then he said something to the husband, like your wife's been cheating on you, your husband's been cheating on you or some shit like that. Yeah. He said something that triggered her. But, um. Yeah. And, and so Mary Magdalene, they just kind of like put that in there. Because in John 8, that's where they get this story from. Um, it was just the woman who was caught in adultery. They didn't say who it was. So the movie, they just they just made it Mary, Mary right. Magdalene. Right. Like I said, that's why it's still a movie. They just threw like whatever. Yeah. But it was a decent watch still. But anyway. Um, so that turned Elijah so then Mary into Madeline, a believer. She leaves with the Messiah. Yeah. Like, she's off rich. She just she says, "Come with me." He just she he just takes her. So he takes her. He takes his bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, but Elijah was cool with that. He was like, "Oh wow!" Like I just witnessed mm-hmm. the Messiah in real action. I got to tell him. He turns into a believer. So, yeah. So he runs back and he tells um, Clarence, Clarence, "Yo, the Messiah is real, bro. He does this kind of third, bro. Like for real." Clarence, for real, like bro. you're you're just not thinking right. He's like, "Nah, man. I'm trying to tell you, like, you know what I mean." So I forget what happens, but something happens where Clarence has a change of heart. Not well. I, I kind of remember now. Before they get into like the, when Elijah does go to Clarence, they about to go to this little party. To that party, right? But I'm not but skipping the part where he wants to go free. But yeah, that's that part, right? So I feel like at some point he has a change of heart. Could be skipping the guys, but go watch it. You're your not, own. but you're right. It's before but he gets captured. He decides that hey, I'm going to um, use the money I earned, all the money that I had. Right? He like feel like he feel like he wants to really do the right thing. Like you know, what? I'm gonna really prove. Like I might not be the Messiah. And just be able to have powers and save people, but I could still save these people with my live jacking that I was the Messiah. So I'm gonna do something that the Messiah would do. And he freed and, the and, 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 like, and like the way they the way they put it was dope because it's like it's almost like as if it's almost like somebody robbing a bank, robbing an evil corporation for the greater good. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was robbing the people. Like like oh he <laughs> like like all right, yeah, he might have went and robbed um this evil ass corporation who's been kidnapping kids forever and he robbed them for millions of dollars, but he went and saved mad kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's like and yeah, he might have went around posing as if he was like a, a, I don't know, cop or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Just made some some superhero bullshit that he lied and yeah. he got pinned for mad time in jail. But at the end of the day, he did this shit for a real good cause. Yeah. So he was like, you know, I went around saying I was the Messiah. Well, let me think of something that the Messiah would do so I could still boast as if I am a Messiah or somebody with positive intentions. Because everything he was trying to do was with positive intentions. It just wasn't turning out right. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go buy all the uh free all the slaves the gladiators so he go over there and he was like this is more money than they worth yep and the guy was like you know what you're right it is fuck it now i mean y'all all free to go yeah so now he done free all these men now he really feels like you know what i am the messiah you know what i mean yeah 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 so um because the, the messiah never freed these men but i did you know what yeah. i mean but and then again showing i'm doing something out of my own good faith I it, cause the money that he had accumulated was to pay back Jediah's the terrible yeah and he didn't get to pay he still didn't pay him he back. still didn't pay right. him back <laughs> he still paying back you know all that shit to pay him back but still he didn't pay him back so anyway after he does this you know he still wants to prove he has to change your heart he finds Shorty and he tells Shorty yo listen meet me over here tonight around this time Boom, boom. You know what I mean? We want to have like a little party. So they have. It was this, a cute little party. Yeah, they had a little party, little cool little dance segment. It was calm. It was cool. so cute. You know what I mean? He finally, um, and he's a virgin, by the way. And yeah. the mom is pressing him about not, about being a virgin. I don't want you to be a virgin forever. Pause here, because we didn't talk about how he did go visit um, the Messiah's mother, Mary, and jo- and you know his parents, Mary and Joseph, because he was like, I got to study the Messiah to see how he does his trickery. And she was like, my son don't do no tricks. Like, All right, so that was before he decided this he was going to go yeah. the Messiah. He said, let me go find Mary. Yeah, but one key thing that she said in the scene, because, you know, they, they want to claim the virgin. And I know some people don't subscribe to the Immaculate Conception. They just say that, no, this most high just Yeah, he, he kept saying, like, so you, you, you're a virgin. You sure you was a virgin? Like, so, so. Yeah, they kept hinting at that in a so, sense. You know, he, he kept saying to Joseph, so you was cool with that? He was cool that another man <laughs> hyped your wife and impregnated her. And he's like, yeah, the, the angel Gabriel came on to me and told me this was going to happen. And then he was, Joseph wasn't cool with it either, but then the angel, the angel Gabriel came to Joseph and told Joseph what was going on. Yeah. But she had made, uh, I forgot her exact words, but she pretty much tried to allude that sex constitutes marriage and mm-hmm. that she's saying that she wasn't really she married said, to Joseph yet. When I got as far conceived. as sex. Like, remember, yeah. she was making them gestures as far as sex. We've been telling y'all, but y'all don't want to fucking believe us, but okay. Right? There's, there's people to this day that think that the fucking government paper, you know what I'm saying, is actually what considers people to be married. But that's not the case at all. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she talks so beautiful on this microphone. You're so annoying. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> but, yeah, go to our um, episode, Truth About Marriage, for all that. Anyways, that I just wanted to bring that up because it was key when she was talking about me and Joseph. And even when you read the scriptures, we might do a part two to the truth about marriage because I have so much scriptures to support this. It says that she was a spouse to Joseph. And when you dig into a spouse, that means to marry. If they were quote unquote married by some type of ceremony or paper, it would have just said the wife. But it never says the wife. It says a spouse. That means to marry, to have sex. It is what it is. Believe it or right. not. Believe it or so, not. So, 
she tells him, you know, my, my son is not, there's no fooleries, no witcheries, none of that shit. This, this man is the son of, of God, and it's what it is, right? Fast forward, let's get into book three, right. uh, the crucifixion. So, the party. Go ahead. After the party, what happens? So, they have this party or whatever. Um, he finally gets to kiss the sister. The sister has, like, a moment, like, oh, my God, I just kissed him, and she runs outside. And, um, you know, he goes outside to follow her, and he sees the big brother there. Big brother's like, yo, you know, where my money? Yeah, where my money? Where my money? You know, so you're doing all this shit. You say you're the Messiah. You're lying, saying you're Messiah. Mm-hmm. They all know he's lying. He's like, but you don't got my money. So what's up with it? So he's trying to explain himself, but then the moments come. The moments is like, you know, sorry to break up your little party. We're here looking for Clarence. Clarence, right? Mm-hmm. You know, well, anybody who says that they're the Messiah, and that includes Clarence, Clarence yeah. now. So, um, they're like, no, no. So the uh, what's the big dude name? Barabbas. Barabbas. He's like, no, you're not taking Clarence. You know what I mean? And uh, Clarence is like, nah, man. You know, it is what it is. So they're having this whole little argument, tuffle with them, and then they tell he tells Cla- Clarence tells Barabbas just to get up out of here and everything. So Barabbas starts to run and. Um, you know the Romans is all offended because I like, guess Barbarus wasn't backing down to them. Yeah. So they're like, you know, we're just going to kill him. So the Romans start throwing spears at him. Yeah, big ass spears. Yeah, yeah, he was hitting him right. He went through the arm, went through the, went through the leg, Chest went through the stomach. stomach or... Right. So they're like, oh my god, you killed him! You killed him! But remember, he kept saying he was immortal. And but him, he actually believes in the Messiah. Yeah, he does. He does. He knows. He, even though he knows Clarence is lying, he believes in the Messiah, though. Yeah. So um, when this is happening, um, one of the Roman dudes, I think he like they hit him with the spears and everything. They run over there to pull their spears out of them, and of course, you no know, God performs one of his miracles mm-hmm. and brings him back to life. And everything so he gets up out of there and they're like oh my god he's still alive he's really you know um invisible yeah you know what i mean uh immortal yeah or whatever so he goes into hiding anyway so they have clarence arrested um clarence is in um captivity he's he, like on trial right he's on trial at this point so he's trying to figure out how he's gonna get out of this so they had the pontus um Pilate, whatever you know He's the one, and he was over the Messiah as well. But they don't really show that; they just showing Clarence's story. Um, so you know, he's pressing Clarence about everything that he's done. He's like, you know what? Clarence actually just confessed. He just confessed. Yeah. Everything. So boom, this is what happened. So he about to put him on trial, and yeah, like I said, Clarence just confesses everything. So I'm not the Messiah. I lied. I did just stand a third just to try to win the girl. He's like, well, did you get the girl? Like, nah. He's like, well. You know what I'm saying? So you just admitted to all this other shit that you did. And I would have and I, and I let you go, but you did all this other shit. So I got to charge you for this. And plus, you still jacking as you the Messiah. Yeah. So um, he said, saying that um, if, you're, if you're not the Messiah, then because like, he, he, at this point, the Roman dude thinking he's trying to play Jedi mind trick. Like, you're just saying this so you can get out of the situation. Yeah, yeah. And everything. He said, matter of fact, if you're not the Messiah. Um, then walk on water. If you no, if you don't walk on water, then obviously not the Messiah, and then you'll drown. You're, you're drowning and die, right? <laughs> yeah. So no, they're forcing him to do it, and then Clarence starts to walk, and of course he is walking on the water because God done did perform the miracle for him and let him walk on the water. The Roman dudes are trying, you know, at this point they're like, oh my God, he's no kill him. You know what I'm saying? They all jumping in the pool, they're just dying and drowning. They're drowning and while the he's like, still walking. The Roman dude, the main Roman dude, is like. 
damn, this is crazy because if you actually, I wasn't going to let you drown, he claimed. He said, but <laughs> yeah, you know, he claims. He's like, man, you know, now you're the Messiah now. Now we have to kill you for real. Yeah. And everything. So, um, so at that they, point, they Clarence back, throw, becomes a whole believer. A whole believer, right. They throw him back in a prison cell. At this point, he believes. His twin brother comes to talk to him and he's like, you know, have his speech of the knowledge over faith. He said, no, I know, I know he's real. I know he's real because I, you know, was walking on water. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And I don't know, you know, I don't even know how to swim. So yeah. the fact that I'm walking on water, he, he, he's real. I know he's real and I, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? I'm going to figure this out. This out of third. So that whole thing right there was every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. You yeah. know what I mean? In order to get the right thing. Yep. So, um, but at this point, it's just too late. They're already going to put him on, they're already going to crucify him. It is what it is. So, yeah. Now, they were trying to they were trying to bribe him like oh just tell us the actual location right. because saying tell us where the real messiah is and he was like that's when the scene came and it was like tell us where the messiah he was like, is give him man. Jesus he was like alright I'll tell you who he is he said well his real name isn't Jesus his real mm. name is Judah and it was like Judah Judas Judas yeah it's like oh that's not Judas Judas works for us and that's when they revealed that Judas was going to be the, you know, the one that's going to... We already gonna, know, yeah. Right. going to betray, betray him up. Right. But let's pause here. They hinted so beautifully. That, like, the way that they had that, that scene play out, Jesus is not his name. Right. They knew that, but they just... They, they was hinting to the to the audience. Like, it was for the audience to catch. Right. They paused on it. Too they again. paused on that shit. Then they continued on with the dialogue. They right. They paused intentionally. Like... The crazy thing is, there's going to be black people who don't know who they are. They're going to see this movie and still leave and not know that. who the fuck that they are. Yeah. That's some scary, sad shit. <laughs> so, um, he, um... He was like, well, whatever. I'm going to just choose death. He literally was like, I'm dying for this now. Yeah, like, he's like, I'm going to die for it. It is what it is. Yep. So, um, now before he was going to get crucified, there was a homeless white man. He was throughout the entire film. This beggar. I knew he was white from the way to make. I knew how he was white too. It just he looked. They made his skin super dirty black, but you could tell that yeah, you could tell it was a white man who just wasn't showering. (laughs) And um, so there was a scene where he, he's always been begging everybody for money. He always said, "Can you just give me whatever you could spare?" So then the Messiah, um, walks up to him and. Messiah puts his hand on his shoulder. He fixes his back for him. And he puts a quarter in his hand that keeps turning into money. Yeah. Well, not a quarter, but, you know, shekels or whatever. Right. So, um, so the Messiah um, helps him out. And then the guy, he says, you know what? I decide I'm going to need a bath. So, he, I guess at that time they paid to get baths. Yeah. And he asked the ladies, hey, ladies, can y'all clean me up? And he gives them a whole bunch of money and... The girls clean him up, and he comes out. Looking like Caesar Bajeria. Yeah. Like the fake white depiction we've seen all our lives, the Jesus. And who was that that played him? You said it wasn't... I don't know why I he, thought this nigga was fucking dude from Matrix. Oh, my God. He thought it was Keanu. It was not no Keanu Reeves. It was the like other... He, what's his white dude? Oh, it was the dude that played Doctor Strange. It's not. It's the guy it's who... It is Dr. Strange. It looked like Dr. That's Strange. That's Dr. Strange. But it wasn't. Then who the fuck is it? It was the nigga who was in, in the movie we just saw. Um, The the one with Julia Roberts, ugly ass. The one we just talked about on Netflix. The husband. You know what? Let me, I'm going to put it up right now. It's not Dr. Strange? 
He looked like Dr. Strange. They look like the same people to me. It's just, it is. It's gotta be. No, it's Benedict Cumberbatch. And Benedict Cumberbatch, he actually is Dr. Strange. It's like right. the fuck I said. But there's a, no, there's another actor that looked like him. Yeah, Dr. Strange. There's another actor that looked like him, though. I thought anyway, okay, whatever. We Dr. figured it out. Dr. Strange is Jesus. Jesus. Yes, there we have it. He plays Jesus in his movie. And then, um, so he comes out. Really looking like Jesus, though, like the like you said, a Bogerier or Caesar whatever. Bogeria, yeah, 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 yeah. And so the way they depicted this was this is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. The ladies made him look so clean that the black people were just dick-riding him. Like, oh my God, oh my look God, at this beautiful the Messiah. They the just Messiah. deemed him the Messiah. Yeah, this is all for the looks. Like, oh, he looks like the Messiah. And then they'd be like, no, he don't. But they kept saying he looks like the Messiah. Just because of how he looked and how clean he was. So they fall into his feet, this white man. And this, and the black people of the Hebrews, the Hebrews are yep. falling to this man's feet like, like he's oh, the he's got to be the and Messiah. Plus, on top of looks. that, on top of that, he has this money that keeps coming that out keeps of his hands. That keeps coming hand. out of his hands because the real right, Messiah. the real Yah, right, the yeah. real son of Yah. He is the one that actually gave him that because he was a beggar. He was poor all his life, so he right. gave him that. So that was interesting. So he moved, and, they, and then they said, "Oh, look, another fake Messiah." They had a scene where the Romans see. This guy walking around the town, you know, just giving money to this person, giving money to that yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, look, another person, another fake messiah. Yeah. So, remember, the rules is in this particular film, anybody going around jacking in their messiah, they have orders to um, execute them. Facts. And, and, and even in the scriptures, when they talk about the crucifixion, even though we can talk about how the Most High was actually hung on a tree in Acts 5.30, but when they talk about the crucifixion, other people were getting killed, too. It wasn't just him. Right. There was other people beside him and that was getting it's killed. it's been many, many old, like, church movies. I remember from way back when I was a kid where they always showed that. Mm-hmm. It was multiple of them getting mm-hmm. hung on the, uh, the, the, getting pinned to the cross. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, that's never not been a thing. So anyway... So they finally get into this, cruci- this crucifixion scene. So they don't show all of them getting whipped, walking their cross up to the thing, but they do show Clarence. mostly Clarence um, getting whipped, walking up to the you know, his cross. And they had different parts of this particular walk where they didn't, they didn't make it too old, like the walk, like the um, what's the shit of Christ. Passion of Christ. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, as I thought detailed, about the Passion of Christ, but too. it was still you know it's up there and um. That's just getting whipped, you know. People saying? are seeing and they want to help. They want to help him, but you know, in that whole scene, that, that whole scene is, you know, I gotta, you know, every man must bear his own cross. Yeah, you know, that's our life. Your cross, the cross is all your sins in your life that you gotta walk with and bear that shit when you and keep and take the beatings that come along with it. You know yes. what I mean? Because of whatever wrongs you've done. But now he was willing, like I said, to die for the truth. Of yeah. the situation, he knew he wasn't the Messiah, but he knew he went around doing. He knew he did all this fucked up shit 
prior and everything and people kept saying he's not the messiah i used to rob this dude you know what i mean like <laughs> they it was like solidarity that they were showing amongst the black people even if they were enemies because one thing we forgot to talk about with jedediah with the scene when the romans interrupted them right because jedediah was going to press clearance for his money right and come and attack him or kill him but then once the white romans came up that shit flip. He was like, "Now nah, you're not about to take Clarence." You know what I'm saying? Like you right. not. He, he stood up, and the, even the, like the gypsies. So from even the though we had beef amongst each other, it was still, still solidarity, and united front. And we need that in real life. Facts. Because we don't. We don't have like we sometimes in some situations we have that with each other, but in majority situations. We don't, and I feel like it's, it's more dangerous nowadays because the majority situation, I feel like we actually will side with the white people before our own. Yeah, especially if it, if it's against us. Yup. You know what I mean? That's just how I feel. Once in a while, you might see the opposite. Maybe sometimes you'll see white people actually stand on your side before you will stand on your side with your own people. I've seen that a couple of times. Like, are you serious? The white people are standing with the niggas right now? Yeah, because right from wrong. Some people are just logical. But, you know, we have to work on that for real. But anyway, so they get the, so he's um, bearing his own cross. People want to help him. But, you know, he's fighting. He's doing whatever he got to do. So they finally get to get to pinning the cross. You know what I mean? Now, pause, because during what Clarence is going through, the real Messiah already know what's going to happen anyway, as far as him having to die for humanity. But they show the Last Supper scene, right? Mm. And Oh, yeah. So. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, could, you could talk about the last so in the last scene. supper scene and it's, I like how they put that together like it wasn't like some peaceful supper <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> no. like, they, like everybody what they said oh, they just sat there and just chilled and it was just eating no this shit no most house pressing niggas <laughs> exactly how the conversation with the scriptures what we saw versus right. like you said that white depiction where they just saw like were they happy go lucky no most house was pressing niggas he was like you know before we eat you know we have pretty much we have a rat at the table and the person who dips the bread in the sauce or whatever he says, the person who's going to tell on me. Yeah. So then the most high with his, you know, amazing powers that he have, he kind of like slows down and freezes everybody's body language yeah. in the room. Yeah. And he starts asking questions and starts saying shit. And the only person whose body and mouth starts moving is Judas. He can't, Judas can't control his hand. His yep. hand's going towards the bread and he's like, I don't like Mary Madeline's cooking and everything. And <laughs> yeah. he, he dips the bread and, and everything. Like, no, it's not me. And then he makes him eat the bread because like, you don't continue to lie to me and everything. And he was like, oh, like, I just oh. Like, all right, yeah, you mean, yeah. And he admits to it and then they all beat him up and everything. It was like, wow. But, but, but Most High here already told his people, like, you know, I'm, Judas is going to betray me in three days, so don't worry about your brother. Don't worry about this person, because I'm still going to yeah. die regardless for you guys, and it's okay. Yeah, I like, too, the dialogue that they had. He was like, Negroes. Like, it was just, it was just, it felt, it just, I don't care what nobody says about this film. This was, like, the, the most, like you said, like said, the closest depiction we're going to ever get. You're, 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 we're never going to get a film like that. Even That's if, a fact. I don't care. Like, I know they got the you know, evil niggas attached to it, sure. But for years, all the Bible movies whites. that came out has been the whitest of the whitest. Yeah. Right? Even the last... Uh, what movie they shoot? The Cleopatra movie, which is crazy because Cleopatra was yellow, yep, yeah, yep. has some high yellow bitch playing Cleopatra. Yep, you know what I mean. Um, and, and 
like the Passion of the Christ was the still white out version. Three hours of that shit, four hours of that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with Mel Gibson and directing it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So everybody got their versions of this storyline. And of course we the black people of course the Hebrews, we won't be able to jack this version, but it's not about the of course, it's about the truth because Yeah, it's not even about what it is, even, it's the truth. Even if and even if some of the parts might be a little dramatized, like maybe black people wasn't like sweating that one Messiah like that, like it's dropping. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. Like maybe it wasn't of course it wasn't as dramatic as that. But maybe it maybe it was this ignorant of Oh, because of this person's looks, they just deem him as yeah the one Messiah, and because of the you no know, because of his looks, you no know, the Romans they're like yeah we're, we're, we'll say this person because it's just a better storyline. We're not gonna tell him it's a real. And what they showed, it wasn't about race. It just was showing the accurate depiction of everybody right. because there was white people amongst the Hebrews as well. It's just they were the minority. If you get what I'm saying. Right, mm-hmm. and then as far as them even taking them aside, they was trying to make it a black thing. It wasn't even about a black thing, like you said. It was just about who was being deemed that. And um, you know, like funny fast forward when they do get to the crucifixion, they have the fake Messiah going back to the start of the film in the forefront, Clarence to the right of him, right. And they show that there's somebody painting. They're gonna nick a nod at Leonardo DiCaprio, even though it wasn't Leonardo yeah, it was DiCaprio. Yeah, making jokes like, "Oh, I'm over this. here dying, and you got this person over there painting me." And they have the <laughs> image that we him. see right. to this day. And like everything, like they just kept saying, "Yeah, yeah, this is him. This is the one." You know what I mean? Yep. And. You know, Clarence was just, you know, after they pinned Clarence to the tree, he had his little dialogues about whatever. And they, they ended up killing they ended up killing Clarence. Yeah, they, they stabbed him in the in the in the um same parts and everything and he died. So, um and it's crazy cause how they when they when they put that story together, even when you watch The Passion of the Christ and they still show that Mel Gibson character, like everything still happened as if it was still that same storyline. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, these group of people with this Messiah that was told to y'all the Messiah they did die like that yeah. day and everything and all three of them you know what I'm saying they did bring yeah. them down and put them bodies in the, in the temples but then what happens a few days later the Messiah comes and well the breaks. angel the angel like the actual Messiah because they, they're not they don't show the Messiah Yah's son crucifixion right they just right. they're showing Clarence crucifixion but they still hint at the biblical truth as far as the rock being rolled away or broken from by the angel right. to reveal the, the angel, empty tomb the angel was they claimed the angel was the messiah yeah and the messiah had came and broke the tomb open for and clarence yeah i brought clarence back from the dead and said because you know you didn't you pretty much sacrificed your life for me yeah. you know what i mean because you, and you didn't believe i me at first but now you did and that know that quote that you said yeah with you know thomas yeah but i brought you back to life and then he was like my lord and everything crying and they know and he just walks away so yeah. he walks away then he looks at his hands he sees his holes is healing he's like wow and that's pretty much how the movie um yeah that's pretty ended. much how the movie ends and everything so um yep you know, I thought I thought it was a really good watch due to I love the the all the most the majority black cast. You know what I mean? Beautiful complexions, um, beautiful facial features. Like the costumes was cool. It was just it was just cool how they how they did it, and you know, everybody here was natural from afros to locks. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, yeah, man. I mean, it, it doesn't it, it don't really make me think nothing extra. It's just 
No, the truth is the truth. We know what we know, like me and Dutch and those who listen to our show, but it's sad how people who just going to watch this as a comedy and not actually really look at what it they're trying really to say. It wasn't really much funny about it. It wasn't. They were really telling truth. They just did it in this type of story frame. Like you said, this dramatized story. And even though, you know, they're not lying because Thomas was a twin and Thomas was doubting. And they just kind of took that and they built up this Clarence character. That's real. That's why they had that kind of like, you know what I'm saying? That thing going on. Um, it was cool. I really liked how they did the film because it was clean. You know, yeah, clean was, cut. It was clean. It was clean. It wasn't all yeah. this extra shout, sexual shout out, weird shout, shout shit. Shout out to them, man. It was clean. It, it was clean. It, it wasn't no 2024 agendas being pushed. It wasn't. Like, it wasn't. Agenda, I guess you would say is pushed that this, this shit was all black people. But it was the, it's not not even, not it's the truth. Agenda. It's just the truth. You know what I mean? And it, it just wasn't like saying no, no, no hidden in your windows. I mean, the, I mean, they had funny parts like, you know. When he was entrapped by the Romans, he was like, "Oh, I see why y'all always upset because he's looking at all these, these statues. They got all the statues with the little penises around, <laughs> like really micro sized penises and shit." And he's like, "I see why y'all y'all all upset all the time, you know what I mean?" But um, I guess that's never not been a thing. Like white people with y'all little pee-pees is okay, <laughs> and um, yeah, that's why they always did experimentations on black men and black right. women during slavery. But other times. than that, though, it was it was a good watch. It was really was a good watch. I recommend that. You know those who are I bet like this is the kind of movie that if you wanted to teach the truth to your black your black Hebrew kids about the Bible without the them being indoctrinated yeah, facts, to yeah. the other shit you could expose them to this movie first and then you go probably have walk an easier way of walking the them into the conversation yeah facts. if you if you haven't exposed your kid to religion yet because there's people out there like I had asked one of my homeboys today what's your thoughts on religion what kind of household do you have and he was like, you know, everybody's pretty much Christian, but, you know, I want my kids to know that the Most High was black. I want them to know that, you know, this is what it was. I don't want them to go to school. And if school, because the, the most public schools don't really teach religion like that, but they don't want them to go to school and just be exposed to no type of belief or faith into anything and then they got fucking atheist ass kids later on in life well yeah well that's what most even that's that's the flaw with Christianity the hypocrisy and all the the lies tied to it that does make people who you know believe the most high through this religion of Christianity but then they see all this bullshit in Christianity and makes them walk away right. from just the actual truth of just believing and you know what I'm saying this is the kind of film you could show them and it could, then at that point, you could easily walk them into the truth. Either way, though, it's a good watch. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to end with the fact, because I'm sure y'all have seen this breakdown, how the Most High, he works with people who got a pass. He don't work with just squeaky. Not everybody he selected or worked with, you know what I'm saying? It was squeaky clean, you know? Even though there were people, like, the actual real Elijah and Enoch and things like that. But for the most part, everybody has like a flaw or like, you know what I'm saying to them? Um, they, I'm going to just read some cause people probably seen it. Like they had Noah. Oh, he was like, he was somebody who got drunk. And then, um, we have David, David did some crazy stuff. King David, he out here taking people's wives committing adultery and doing all kinds of stuff but he paid for that but the most high still loved him he still got recompense for that but you know what i'm saying um samson his silly self gonna mess with these damn the the 
Delilah, I forgot what whatever nationality or group she's with, but she wasn't Hebrew. And she ended up cutting his hair. He loses his power. And you know all the story of how he died and everything like that. Um, Rahab, a prostitute, but she ends up helping the Hebrews, right? When they come to the land of Jericho, I believe. Um, we can go on and on and on, right? We just keep keep going. Jonah, shoot, Jonah, he ain't want to deal with the Most High. He's like, I don't want to do what the Most High telling me to do. Most High got him together, though. Um... You know, it, there's 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 things even with Mary Magdalene. She they claim that you know she was demon possessed. She she was a whore too. Like all these different people that the Most High surrounded himself with, or who he selected to work with, they all have a past. Nobody's perfect, and um, that's one thing that we all need to you know realize. Like everybody has like some type of flaw to them, but you know. It's about what the Most High could do in your life and what, how he can use you to progress his kingdom and to get the truth out there. So think about that. And Paul... Like I said, you should have no problem with speaking it because it's... Like he was saying, knowledge over belief. But and then at the end of the day, he knew. He knows right. the Most High. He, didn't believe, he knew he was real due to the, due to the things that he went through. Yeah. And that's the testimony that no one could ever take from you. Because I used to have to argue that shit with the realists. For real, for real. And everything. Right? Okay. Is it no, no, okay. It's yes or no. I said okay. Say yes or no. I said okay. Yes. Okay, guys. So, when you know it's real, it's real. But it's still about your actions. You can know something, but it's about your actions moving forward. You can know that you're Hebrew. You can know well, yeah, you know. exists, but you're supposed to enforce like the proper actions follow his laws his ways his commands you're not just supposed to continue on a certain type of way that's you know what i would say but um another example too is just paul and peter as far as the apostles or the disciples like paul was a murderer paul's killing niggas who was following the most high and then the most high took that flipped it and said i'm gonna use you he was literally killing people executing people who was following him Following y'all, and he said, "Y'all said I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna flip this situation." So we can't like just. I mean, like like Dutch says, we can't like Dutch says we can't be all judgmental when it comes to certain things because Most High will take flip and use anybody. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has a past. Nobody's perfect. Everybody has done some things that they're not proud of. But you know. The whole thing is we're supposed to live in this truth and it should reflect in our actions and in our ways. This was a good film. Kudos to them for not having no stupid ass agendas in it. You know, it's not biblical accuracy, but it it the idea and what they did is kind of dramatized and they switched little things, but they ain't really get, you know, out of place. And they hinted at, you know, Jesus is not his name. They hinted at the fact that, you know, hey, sex constitutes marriage. They showed how they created this fake now, image. I know, I know, the, I know people are going to be out there yelling, you know, I don't care because they won't just say his name. Do your own research, man. That's all I could say. All right. The name is definitely not Jesus. Letter J is not that old. It's only a couple of hundred years old. That's number one. And number two, the name don't even make sense. That's Jesus. That's a Spaniard name. That's not even Hebrew. 
like just do your own research it's not jesus that's why we refrain from saying it we understand that some people who may listen to our show still in the christian mindset christian indoctrination but that is not his name it's just not you just better off saying the messiah until you feel comfortable with you know and if you feel like it's his name like trust me these things they put in these movies they won't they won't put that shit in like that or willy-nilly if there wasn't some type of truth behind that statement yeah so that is that um you have anything else that you wanted to say no all right love y'all much hope you guys enjoy it check out the film if you haven't done so you're not gonna regret it okay it's a good watch peace out and barakata barakata lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.